the palatial Century 21 Media Studios here in Tampa, Florida. My name is Bill Zelpin, and you are here for the Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio Show. We're excited to have you. Uh, over the last three weeks, we have been going through the habits of successful realtors. And I want to ask you guys, how are you doing with your habits? Are you creating new habits? Are you taking the things you've learned from these podcasts? Uh, are you taking the things you've learned from, from maybe there's some training that you've been doing or books you've been reading? What are you doing to create habits to make you successful? And I want to remind everyone that um, the habits that I go through and the trainings that I teach of things to do each day are all done from uh, over a decade of studying the, the industry's top 10 producers coast to coast, north to south, east to west, understanding what they do every day and the amazing part of the similarities. If I take an, an agent that's in Nevada and one that's in Iowa and one that's in Maine and any other state, and if I look at the top agents from those offices and really from those markets, because not every, never, not every top agent is even a top 10 agent for, for an office. If I look at who, what they are, what they do, how they do it, What's amazing is their days are almost exactly the same. The things they do, the tasks they do are almost exactly the same. And what I've done is I've put these into my training program. It's called the Step Ahead Real Estate Academy. Uh, the agents that work for me all uh, work to, you know, all take a 26 week training course when they come in, it's training, coaching and mentoring. And we actually go through and what I do is I have them not only learn the concepts, but implement the, the uh, day and structure their day like these top 10% realtors. And that's why I, I have realtors that are very successful very quickly. Um, I have one that uh, she won all kinds of awards in her first year. Over the last couple of months, I've hired uh, several agents uh, that got more than, uh, one got two, one got three listings in their first six weeks because they started out with the right habits. They're learning the right things. They're still learning, but they're doing what a top 10% realtor would do. And so today we're going to continue talking about the habits, um, which are a secret to success for top realtors. So let's go through and let's, uh, let's talk about this. Um, and the first one I want to start with today, um, and we're going to go through seven today, is one that is not necessarily popular, uh, that people don't want to hear, but it's of utmost importance. And what is that? It's getting to love the phone. Oh, Bill, well, wait a minute, I love my phone. Yeah, sure you do. You love your phone because you're scrolling Facebook, you're connecting with friends, you're texting friends, uh, you're playing Angry Birds, whatever it is. When I say that I want you to love your phone, I mean, I want you to love your phone in the sense of you actually take joy and pleasure in calling prospects, in calling your sphere of influence, in calling for sale by owners, in calling uh, expired listings, calling around neighborhoods, you know, ju just listed, just sold calls, calling around for an open house, calling anybody, calling local businesses and creating partnerships. You have to start to like this. Now, I'm not going to um, put you down the, uh, prim you know, the, the, the uh, primrose path, the, uh, the, the thing of telling you that the first day you make calls that you're just gonna fall in love with doing it, it's work. It's scary. 
I know. I, I see new agents all the time that will, uh, you know, they go to make those calls and you see them staring at their phone like their phone's going to jump out and bite them. But guys, it's a process. Uh, one of my newer agents, uh, I was talking with her and she said, you know, I used to dread my time on the phone. She said, but it's, it's shifted. She goes, I'm making those calls. She says, now I have a day where I miss. She said, and I'm angry at myself. And you see, that's a process. She went from, man, if I can come up with any excuse to skip today, I will, to now she's moved to the part where if she misses a day, she's getting angry. Guys, this comes from consistently using the phone. Of course, once you start seeing results, you'll see how happy you are from getting those results. And it'll go to a process where you'll pick up the phone for three hours a day, five days a week, right? Like I teach and like what top realtors all do across the country. And you won't even think about it. You'll understand you need to make 50 dials to get in touch with five people. It won't phase you. And you'll do it in your three hour window each day. Again, you'll get to that point where instead of being like, oh man, I wish, I, I wish, I wish a client would call so I could go out on a listing appointment or I could go out on a buyer's appointment and then I wouldn't have the time to make the calls and I have an excuse, which by the way, you do not have an excuse. Making the calls is your number one priority, even above going on a listing appointment or going on a buyer's appointment or going to a closing or anything else. But the point is guys, start doing it, get in the habit of doing it and you will get to learn and to love your phone and that's what we want you to do. So love your phone. The second uh, habit that I'd like to go through today is having a purpose for each call and each conversation. And this is a huge one guys um, because this, this will keep you going in the right direction. This will keep you going, uh, not wasting time. Um, so you get to the, to the point where you say, okay, I love the phone and I'm making those phone calls and uh, you know, and I'm doing it and I'm doing it and I'm doing it. Well, now we need to have purpose on each of these phone calls. The purpose on these phone calls is this. I am on this phone to get off the phone and to go see this person face to face. Hopefully it's a listing. You know, we work with sellers to play with buyers, but sometimes it turns out it's a buyer and that's okay. But the entire purpose of every phone call, and you need to have an intense purpose, knowing that this is what I'm planning to do, that when you're on the phone, your only, only objective is to schedule an appointment with that person you're speaking with. Okay, well, here's why. You can get distracted. You can get on a phone call and get in a conversation about a hundred different things. If you, any of you have ever heard of Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, he talks about the straight line persuasion, right? Straight line persuasion is you never let a conversation go too, too much to the left or too much to the right, or he actually does it up and down, but it doesn't matter. You know, and, and you have to bring things back. Uh, you know, you start talking about listing the house and this person starts asking you about something maybe off subject. Maybe they start talking about interest rates or whatever. It has nothing to do with you getting face to face with them and getting that appointment. You have to quickly kind of answer the question, but draw it back to you listing their house, you meeting with them face to face to talk about listing their house. When you have a purpose for each call, when you kind of say to yourself, I'm right, making my first call of the day, the purpose of this call is I'm gonna make an appointment, right? Get off the phone, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Doesn't matter, because you're gonna make another call. Right before that call, the purpose of this call is I'm going to make an appointment. And you keep drilling that into your head and have that, uh, that purpose. You'll find that your calls 
uh, are quicker. They're, they, you know, they don't take as much time. You'll find that there's less fluff, uh, less garbage in them, and they're going to be much more productive. You're going to make appointments. The third thing I'd like to go over, the third habit today, is having a st system and sticking to it. Um, again, if you study top realtors, they are completely organized. Um, that's something that most realtors can't say about themselves, unfortunately, but you need to be one of the ones that can. You need to have systems in place that you put in place and that you go through and follow through every day, over and over and over, same thing every day. So if you say to yourself, my time to prospect to make calls is nine to noon, make it nine to noon. Don't schedule anything else, have nothing else going on. Um, don't let somebody say, hey, can we meet at 10.30? No, but I can meet you at 12.30. Push, at, you know, stand for that time. That time is, is your time to do that. Uh, client calls, tell your clients, I take calls from 12 to two every day. Uh, that's what, you know, my problem solving time. If you have something, you have a question, you have this, you have that, and stick to it. They call you at three o'clock, um, hit, the, hit the auto reply on your phone and saying basically that you know, you'll, you're available between 12 and two. Keep reminding of that, don't get distracted. Having a system and sticking to it um, works. Social media having a system, this is a great way to give an example. Maybe it's every Monday you post in your social media a homeowner's tip. Every Tuesday, maybe you share a featured listing. Wednesday, uh, maybe you do a shameless plug uh, about yourself. Maybe you put a video on about yourself. Every Thursday, uh, you um, put a what's my home worth or a first time buyer consultation. You do that on your Thursday. And Friday, create a video. Uh, I do a markets in a minute video, which I you know try to encourage everyone to do that goes out. It's a minute just talking about what's happening in the local real estate market have that system in place so you know that Monday you do this, Tuesday you do that, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and do this with everything that you do. We do the same thing uh, with, with prospecting. Of course, you make your general calls that you need to make every day to get your number, you know, the number of people that you need to make to hit your financial goal, but there are days, right, that you may hit something special. So for example, Mondays, you may focus on for sale by owners and go a little bit harder and dig a little bit deeper to find new ones. Tuesdays, maybe you call absentee owners. Um, you know, Wednesdays, maybe that's your day of um, community outreach, blitzing local businesses and being involved in the community, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the point, guys, is that you, you schedule these things, you put these things together, and you have a system that you work, you stick to it, and you're consistent. The best of the best of the best realtors out there, if you, if you follow them, if you watch what they do, it's all about consistency. They have their plan. They work that plan every day. It's never haphazard. Oh, I missed Tuesday or oh, I missed Thursday. They don't miss. They don't ever miss. So it's an important part of this. Get your system together. Stick with your system. Okay, let's talk about the fourth habit that we're going to discuss today, and that is investing extra time in your business. About 25, 30 years ago, uh, I was not in this industry. I was, I was actually in the health club industry and I had many realtors that, that uh, worked out at the health club I owned. Well, I, I had a friend there um, that was just starting in real estate. And what he did was he made a, uh, you know, he made a decision and it was to invest extra time in his business. So what he did was he did the normal day of what realtors did 
You know, usually the, the nine to five in the office, of course, going out and getting appointments and things like that. But the thing that he would do after everybody would leave at five o'clock is he committed himself to, and this was in the days of the phone book. I know we don't have a phone book anymore, but you know, we do have Cole's Realty Resource and other great things that you can use to get phone numbers. He literally took the phone book and started at the letter A and would call 30 names a day in the phone book. This had nothing to do with his general prospecting. He was calling a sphere of influence. He was calling for sale by owners. He was calling expired, all the things, you know, call arounds, whatever. This was a separate extra thing that he did to commit to his business. Five days a week, he stayed the extra about half hour or so, made 30 calls, dials, they're not calls, dials, to people starting at the letter A in the phone book and worked his way through. He said what he found was that about one out of 20 at that time in, in, in history, of course, this was a time when, when housing prices were jumping very rapidly, were inviting him over to do free market analysis. And he was getting between one and two and one and three of those to list a house. Remember guys, so, so let's just call it one of three. That was every 60 people he talked to, he was getting an additional listing. This had nothing to do with the listings that, and, the, and the buyers that he was picking up during his normal prospecting and his normal day, it was extra. You know, people, one thing that, that I find that, that some realtors will do is they'll come, they'll sit, they'll do a business plan. And I just, I just did a business plan with a group of new agents yesterday and we get your number, right? What's your number? It's the number of people you need to speak to a day based on the commission rate you expect, uh, the commission, you know, what the average price for sale is in the area you're serving. And then we divide it by how much money you want to make this year. You know, so for example, if you thought the average commission that you would take home after your broker split, franchise fees and whatever was $10,000 and you wanted to make $100,000, that would mean you wanted to sell 10 houses, you need to sell 10 houses a year to make that happen, right? Well, we figure all that out. We break it down to how many people you need to call, how many whatever. And, you know, so people get the number. I need to call eight people a day, for example. And that's a, a pretty popular number for people that want to make about $100,000 a year, right? So they get to that number and let's say that they, they block out three hours for prospecting and they know they need to talk to eight people. Well, let's say they have a good day with dials. They're two hours in, they've got two appointments. It's been a great day and they've reached their eight people. Many of them will say, hit my eight, I'm done for the day. Well, wait a minute, why? You have an extra hour that you allotted to making calls. Is there a law that you can only make eight? Wait a second. Is there a law that you can only make $100,000 a year in this business? No. Um, we, you know, I have uh, people who work at my company that make over a million dollars a year. And um, I get a lot of agents that, that are making in the high six, six uh, figures that work in my offices. Why? Because they don't stop when they hit that number. Um, you know, again, you, you know, if you've ever watched my video, are you a worker or are you a piker? What does a piker do? Piker does the absolute minimum to get by, right? And I'm not saying that calling those eight people, and some days it's real hard work and it might take you more than the three hours, it might take you four hours, I get it. But on the day where it goes easy, or the day where you're sitting around and you've got a half hour to your next appointment, instead of playing Angry Birds on your phone, pick up the phone and make a call or two, right? What's it gonna hurt? it's gonna help. It's investing in your business and it's investing extra time in your business and it works. 
When we come back, I've got three more habits of successful realtors. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Gurus Real Estate Coaching Radio. Again, my name is Bill Zeltman. You can follow me on social media on pretty much any social media that you use at America's Gurus. Just put in at America's Gurus and you'll find me. We'll be back right after this. You're one of many realtors in your town. Most realtors use the same marketing tactics. They buy leads, door knock, send postcards. With no product differentiation, the client chooses the agent doing the most business. Why shouldn't they? That realtor uses the same marketing templates as you, but has proven to the client that they can get the job done with their track record of business. Meanwhile, you and the hundreds of other local realtors are all using the same marketing strategies and can't show that you're as successful as that top agent, while the client learns to ignore your efforts. This is where the My Town Gurus marketing and learning system comes in. We only work with one realtor per town, differentiating them as the digital mayor or guru of their town. How do we do this? We create a website and social media pages exclusively for your town. We include local news, events, and partner with local businesses to provide fresh, up-to-date content management on your website and social media sites. Next, we help you build a community on social media, creating a unique place where neighbors can meet and share local news, events, local happenings, heads-up notifications, job postings, advice, lost pets, remember whens, and more all with you in the center of it. We then teach you how to leverage relationships with local business owners and community organizations. Our unique solution allows them to post on your webpage and social media sites for free and instantly builds value and trust while anchoring you as the local expert and a resource for your community. This makes relationship building simple with every business and community organization in your town and makes you the natural realtor for them to refer business to. Also included is our Step Ahead Real Estate Training Academy. Our industry best online learning system and daily motivation videos teach you the skills you need to be a top realtor. There are 12 tracks of learning, 48 learning modules, and over 500 individual lessons and breakout sessions. This is the best educational system available to realtors, all included in the My Town Guru system. Stand out from the crowd and stop marketing your way to mediocrity. Become the official town guru of your town today. Contact us now for a free demo and to reserve your town. Hurry before it's gone. Welcome back to Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. Again, my name is Bill Zeltman. Uh, I am uh, your host, and uh, we're going through habits of successful realtors. And this is the fourth week we've been doing this. I actually am going to do part five next week, and then I promise we're gonna go on to other subjects. But I felt like this was really important. You know, this is our 11th podcast. I've got many people that are, that are listening each week. And for a lot of you that don't know me, or don't know my system for training, these habits, and, and I would certainly encourage you if you didn't take notes, to go back into these, take notes, or watch my video series. I have a video series that, that has one about two minute video for each one of these. Anyway, um, by understanding the habits of the most successful realtors in our business, 
and understanding what it is they do day in and day out and how their day is set up, it will help you set up your day, schedule your day. And, you know, the, the, the first part is getting that plan together. You know, we talked about in the last segment having a system and sticking to it. Well, getting that system together is the first part. Sticking to it is another part. And that's why, you know, I'm here and I'm always here because it's very hard to stick in, out, in, out for, you know, weeks, months, and years at a time. Uh, you know, that's why when I do my training program, we do a 26-week program because after 26 weeks, I get people into habits that they can stick with. If you, t- if you have somebody train with you or whatever for like four weeks or eight weeks, what ends up happening, they start slipping away from those habits. Uh, I have an accountability meeting that we run every Friday and we speak, you know, we talk about this. And why do we talk about this? Same reason. So people don't slip off the path of what their plan is and what their strategy is and what their system is. And I don't want you to do that. So that's why we're doing uh, all, all these habits. Um, they'll be here forever too for people that are, you know, are new to the show later. They can go back and listen to these podcasts. Write these podcasts down and ask yourself, how can I make these habits a part of my career? Because I promise you, these are the habits that the, that the top 10% realtors are using. If you do them, you'll be a top 10% realtor. So the next habit I wanted to talk about was creating an amazing listing conversation. Before I say that, I want you to notice a word that I use that most people in our business don't use. Most people call it a listing presentation. It is not, it is a conversation. A conversation is two way. It allows people to interact and share their ideas. If you go in uh, like you're selling Amway uh, or you're, or you're um, you know, a door-to-door vacuum salesman or whatever, um, you know, you fill in the blank there. You go in like that, what's going to end up happening? The people are going to tune out, their eyes are going to glaze over, they're not going to listen to you, and it's going to be much harder for you to close the deal. And I hate to tell you, I don't hate to tell you, it's actually good news for you. That's how most realtors do their listing uh, conversations. I teach a different one. We've already done a podcast on this, so I would ask you to you know go back in the archives and find it where we talked about uh, the listing conversation. I have uh, an acronym that I use. It's uh, R-E-A-L. Uh, keep it real, right? Uh, it's R-E-A-L. It's rapport, engage, advise, and then list. And it teaches you how to do this. But what I want you to do is... And again, I give you, and I give all of my agents that, that, that work with me, I give the, I'll give you the shell, or really the system, if you want to go back to our last one, I, or the one before, I give you the system of what works in a good listing conversation. What I can't give you is the killer content. I can give you suggestions. I can tell you exactly what you're going to be talking about in each, each segment. You know, the advising part, there are three parts to advising. The first is advising the person how great you are and what makes you different and talking about your company and what makes your company so great and so different and your reach. The second part is advising them of your marketing plan. And then, of course, the third part is advising them of the price that they should price their house. Well, it's real easy. I just give you three bullet points to fill in. But how well do you have those filled in? How polished and how good uh, is your description of yourself? How polished and how good is your description of your company? What about your marketing plan? One of the secrets to a marketing plan, um, I hate hearing agents 
And my agents all know this because we practice this on our script mastery and I will stop them dead in their tracks if you give me the laundry list. What's the laundry list? Oh, in my marketing plan, I'm going to put your house on MLS. It's going to go on Realtor.com, my website, Zillow, Trulia. I'm going to put it on Facebook. That's a laundry list, okay? Take your dirty laundry out of real estate and go do it someplace else. What I want you to do is use what's called Feature Explain Advantage. Okay, and I'm getting into the weeds a little bit. It's, you know, this is a little bit, you know, but I think it's important. So if I want to create, though, that amazing listing conversation, when I'm talking about my marketing plan, I want to use Feature Explain Advantage. So I say, I'm going to put your house in the MLS. And then I explain it. That's the feature. Then I explain it. The MLS is the multiple listing service. It's used by realtors. And I'm not going to explain it to you guys because you all know. And then I go to the third part, which is advantage. The advantage of being in here, especially for people that have thought about selling on their own, is that about 97 to 98% of people find their home through the multiple listing service. The multiple listing service uh, feeds out to many web, thousands of websites. It has a bigger reach and I have the percentages. And you see, the better I do with this and the better I have um, each of these things polished and ready to go, the more amazing listing conversation I'm going to have. And I can tell you, I have two agents. One uh, dates back at this point now to, I believe it's 2016, where he has not gone on a listing appointment and left without the listing. He's gotten every listing. He's at 100%. And I know the statistics, 74% of people will list with whoever shows up at their door. They don't interview another agent. And I get it. But why do you want to be satisfied with 74%? My agents are between 90 and 100%, and it's because they have polished, um, amazing listing conversations. You need to do the same. Next habit, explain everything you are doing and are going to do. The biggest complaint I get as a broker, you've probably heard me say this before, uh, my listing agent came, they gave me this, nice, uh, this whole nice spiel, I listed my house and I never heard from them again. Buyer, they go through, the buyer doesn't understand or the, and the listing doesn't understand. Contract to close, right? They think it's a matchmaking game. That's why people are for sale by owners. All I have to do is put a little ad in the grocery store and I'll find somebody who wants to buy my house and we're done. No, you're not. The hard part happens, contract to close. And everybody that's out there, it's a realtor's nodding their head yes, because it's true, right? So what if I don't explain to my client who says, you know, I negotiated down this price, but it's the bare minimum I can go with being able to get out, pay your commission and have enough money to go in my new house. And I, as the agent, don't explain to them what could happen in the um, home inspection period. In the home inspection period, you might find out that, that the roof needs a repair uh, or that the air conditioning uh, isn't working the way they thought or some other thing like that. And now I've got a person coming back and asking for a $2,500 or a $5,000 credit. My client's blindsided because I didn't tell them before when we were going through in the listing conversation and even in the process and explaining, yes, you know, okay, you want to go and this is your absolute bottom. Just understand that 10 day, in the next 10 days, they're going to have a home inspection. And if something's wrong with this house, they may come back and ask for a credit. Now your client says, well, wait a minute, I can't do that extra 2,500 that I need to keep that in reserve. Let's go back at, and they give you the number. Well, guess what? You may still get the deal. You may not get the deal, but you protected that client and that client wasn't blindsided. Clients getting blindsided is 
always, almost always, I shouldn't say always, but almost always the result of an agent that didn't explain to them everything that was going on and everything that was going to go on and everything that you were going to do. Same thing in a listing conversation. Explain your marketing and don't just talk about what you're going to do. Talk about how you do it over time, right? You know, we hope your house gets under contract in the first two weeks or the first month. Sometimes they don't. When they don't, I have a backup plan for month two, month three, month four, month five, month six to ensure that somewhere in this time we get your house under contract. So explain everything you're doing, over explain, over communicate, and your clients will respect you, your clients will love you. If you don't, you could do a great job, but if you don't communicate what's going on and they have some anxiety or are lost because of lack of communication, you're not gonna get a great review. They're not gonna like you, they're not gonna refer you to their friends. So explain everything you're doing. The final one for today, become a master at objections. Objections, guys, are nothing more than somebody either not understanding. There's a couple kinds of objections. There's, there's blow off objection, object, objections, okay, if I can get it out, which is what most uh, are. There are legitimate objections. Legitimate objections are ones you know, we'd like to sell our house and we're planning on moving. If my wife gets a job transfer, we won't know for two weeks. That's a legitimate objection. If they don't know for two weeks, they can't sign a listing agreement for two weeks. Fine, no problem. But be a master at handling whether it's a blow off, being able to see through the blow off, being able to speak to objections and go. The biggest mistake that most realtors do, first of all, is they're afraid of objections. I do four weeks of training of objection handling success. Some of the most fun script mastery we do because we have a blast going back and forth and trying to you know one one up each other with great objections and, and you know of, of what we say and getting the person to overcome it. And the reason that we do that though is most realtors, like I said, are afraid of objections, and then they shy away from them. And they do that in a couple ways. One of which is really bad. One is they dismiss the feelings of their client. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, that never happens. Well, what did I just do? I just discounted a person's genuine objection sitting in front of me. And that doesn't always end well, guys. It doesn't end well. Sometimes you can, you can blow through them. You can steamroll over them. But even if you get, let's say that listing agreement signed, they're, they're leaving and they still got a little bit of a pit in their stomach. Instead, I want you to embrace objections, learn each one that you could possibly ever imagine getting, Learn how to overcome it. Uh, like I said, embrace them coming at you, uh, hit them head on, overcome them, and win the listing because now the person understands. They had a different perception. You educated them and told them why listing with you now is the best thing to do and whatever that objection is. The other thing um, I'll say about that in, in the last part with objections is, um, try to handle them before the end. You know, that's again, you, if, if you got the person doing the listing presentation, that other person doesn't even wanna talk. And so now you've gone through the price of the house, you've got paperwork on the L part of our REAL, they're ready, to, you're ready to list the house, and they've got seven objections because you never let them bust through, and they're not gonna have seven, but you know, I'm just uh, making it dramatic here for radio, right? But they're gonna have, they may have some objections and now you're at a really awkward place because you're asking them to sign, there's a lot of tension, you're nervous, they're like feeling pressured. Instead, handle objections throughout the presentation. Always ask them, use questions. 
One of the questions I like, and a couple of my agents now use it, and I always love that they use it. So you're in the middle of this, and maybe you're talking about your marketing plan, and you say, you know, I was looking at your yard. I think the corner of the lot is probably the best place for a for sale sign. And the person says back, oh, you know what's funny? My wife and I were saying the same thing. Or, you know what? Yeah, honey, what do you think? Yeah, that would be a great spot. Well, if they say yes to that, you got a pretty good shot that they're still on board with you. If they say, well, we can't even think about a sign yet because we're not even sure that we're going to um, list today. Great. I know this now while I'm still handling my marketing plan. I can overcome that objection then. And by the time I get to advising them of what their house is worth and then going to the list section, I'm already through the objections. So guys, become a master of objections. Take objection handling classes. Uh, like I said, I offer four of them in my 26-week program. I offer many more outside of that. We work on them in script mastery. It's something you should always be working on and always trying to get better uh, because if you do, you will be a much more successful realtor. You will have way more closes and you will have, more, most importantly, way more closings. Thank you for joining us uh, for another episode here of Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. Again, my name is Bill Zelp, and I invite you to follow me at America's Gurus. We will see you again next week.